You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Blue Chew. Do you ever have a problem with erectile dysfunction? You might want to consider Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a chewable with the same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis, and it works fast. The best part is Blue Chew offers the ability to get your prescription discreetly online. My listeners are getting a special deal. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order for free when you use the promo code HOLLY. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W, and use the promo code Holly. Holly Randall Unfiltered is also brought to you by Adult Time. Created by award-winning filmmaker and previous podcast guest, Brie Mills, Adult Time is a streaming service exclusively for adults. Adult Time is a platform where mature audiences can access a huge variety of premium adult content. Dubbed the Netflix of porn, Adult Time offers an extensive catalog of over 180 channels, 60,000 episodes, and at least five new releases every day from some of the most recognized studios, including Girls' Way, Pure Taboo, Burning Angel, Fantasy Massage, Vivid Entertainment, and so much more. They also have exclusive original series, feature films, and much more. Get one week absolutely free by creating an account at adulttime.com and using the promo code HOLLY. That's A-D-U-L-T-T-I-M-E dot com and use the code HOLLY. Today, I'm so excited to welcome back a very popular previous podcast guest, Kissa Sins. Last time we spoke to Kissa, she was in the middle of an insanely busy shooting year where she was booked around 28 days a month but absolutely loving her job. There's few people more enthusiastic about shooting porn than Kissa Sins. However, this time, Kissa is in an entirely different space. She got rid of everything she owns and decided to take a break from porn, a break people, she didn't retire, and travel the world following her passion for freediving. Now, I gotta say that there's something unearthly about Kissa, The last time I had her on, episode 73, if you want to go back and listen, something she said really struck a chord with me, and I think about it often. Kissa had a difficult childhood, but she's the kind of person who's incredibly grateful for her life, even the bad parts. She talked about not only embracing the good times in her life, but also the bad. That somehow she was able to treasure the lows, to cradle the moments of depression with a kind of reverence knowing that those moments were not only a part of life, but what were made the good times all the more precious. Now, I'm the kind of person who always wants to feel good all the time. That's a big part of the reason I developed a problem with alcohol. I hate being uncomfortable, and I'm always trying to escape those feelings to keep the darkness at bay. But I know that if I could just embrace it, if I could just sit in my discomfort, that it would pass And I could be free to feel all the moments of life, especially the joyous, instead of living in the fear that the good would soon pass and I would be plunged back into the sorrow. I think this is something that a lot of us deal with. And this is what I mean when I say that all of my guests teach me some kind of lesson. And this one from Kissa is something that I really do hold dear to my heart. 
which is why I was so thrilled to have this free spirit back in my studio again, where I could try to glean some of the magic that she possesses. And she did not disappoint. When she tells me about her decision to sell all of her material possessions and abandon any kind of ambitions to be the top porn star in the industry with all the awards and the accolades, not to mention the money that such a thing comes with, when she decided to put that thirsty and never-ending chase for success on hold so that she could follow her passion of an entirely different nature, I have to admit that I got pretty emotional. Because there's a part of me that would love to consider a different kind of life. One where it doesn't matter how much money you make, how many trophies you take home, how many followers you have on Instagram. A life where what mattered was your connection to people, to nature, to the ocean, and ultimately to your true self. Can you imagine that kind of life? Well, Kissa did, and she went for it. Which is why I hold this girl in the highest esteem. And I admire her so much for her honesty, her bravery, and her unfettered lust for life, where she can embrace herself as a glamorous porn star in six-inch stilettos, or a barefoot freediver sleeping in a tent under the stars. So, let's welcome this amazingly special girl back to the show, Kissa Sins. everyone. I am so <laughs> excited. We have a very special guest back for a second episode and I'm thrilled to have her here. She's such a ray of light. Uh, Kisses Sins. <laughs> how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so good. You look amazing. I know I said this when you first walked in, but you look amazing. You're like so tan you. and you're like fresh faced. And um, I know you've been doing a lot of traveling lately, yeah. like a lot. How long have you been kind of on this whole wanderlust journey? Well, in, it started in January when we went to the Bahamas, Johnny uh-huh. and I. Um, but I'm not really sure how long I've been on it. Um, I just stopped shooting last year, in December of last year. Well, I shot one scene since then. Um, I got my tits done and then haven't shot a scene ever. It's so mad. <laughs> like, how do you do that? That's not how you do porn. That's so true, actually. <laughs> like, usually you get a boob job to yeah. shoot porn. But... Well, it just goes to show that you did it for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It's like the best thing I've ever done, too. Yeah, I know you love them. I love them. You just yeah. looked at them. They're it's a little hard <laughs> to not see them. They look great. Thank you. But yeah, I've been traveling for um, for seven months now mm-hmm. and just really loving it. Yeah. So what inspired you to go and do this? I mean, I know before you left and when you were on my show last, you were working like an insane amount, like almost <laughs> every single day. Yeah. Um, I mean, how many scenes did you shoot like in that year? Do you have any idea? <laughs> I don't know. And it's kind of disturbing to think about because I see all my scenes coming out and I'm like, oh, I have a lot of scenes coming out. Then I tried to do the math and I was thinking, oh, I was a really big whore last year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was working 27 days a month. That's insane. So how many, it's a lot of scenes. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I don't even know. So did you feel just kind of like burnt? Did you feel like burnt out or? Um, looking back, I did feel burnt out mm-hmm. um, during like while I was doing it. I didn't realize it. But if I look at pictures of myself, I'm like really skinny, you know, doing yeah. anal like all the time. But, yeah. Um, I had so much fun. Like I have no complaints or anything yeah. about it. Um, it was just my plan to shoot all year mm-hmm. and work my ass off literally mm-hmm. <laughs> and then travel. Like it was the plan. Right. 
So it wasn't like um, it was too hard or whatever. It was just like, you know, I did what I had to do and won some awards and, you know, got my flashlight and now I just wanted to go explore this year. Yeah. Have you always been like a traveler? Um, I guess. Yeah. Since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you travel a lot as a kid? Yeah. Even as I was like on the plane when I was 18 months, I think was my first plane ride. Mm -hmm. And then my dad lived in LA and my mom lived in Canada. And Mm -hmm. so I would travel back and forth between them, Mm -hmm. like unaccompanied and everything. I was like a little kid. So yeah, I guess I've been traveling forever. (laughs) (laughs) So you are, you've been doing like a lot of diving, like a lot of free diving. Yeah. So that requires so for those of you who don't know free diving is basically diving without oxygen yeah um when did you start doing that i've been doing it since i was a kid okay like any kind of free diving is like you know my parents used to take change and throw it at the bottom of like a deep pool and be like if you can collect all the change you can keep it oh wow so i've always been pushing myself like that not Mm -hmm. realizing what it was Mm -hmm. and then when we lived in hawaii um i started noticing that i would go down to go down go down i would have trouble equalizing So I looked it up and realized that it was this super dangerous sport and I could die doing what I was doing without, Mm -hmm. you know, instructions. So I started taking courses and just got really good at it. Wow. So how long can you hold your breath? Uh, Four minutes and 57 seconds. No, four minutes and 37 seconds. That's crazy. (laughs) That's an insanely long time. How long can the average person hold their breath? I mean, you could you could hold your breath for five minutes right now. It's just your head will tell you you can't. Because mm-hmm. you're actually not out of oxygen. When you hold your breath, it's not that you're out of oxygen. It's just that there's a huge buildup of CO2. Okay. So you could hold your breath for five minutes, but probably a minute. Oh, wow. Is what people could do. Because their brain just takes over and it's just like, I need to breathe, I need to breathe. But yeah. you don't really. So how do you train yourself to hold your breath for that long? Well... <laughs> I'm not. I've never really been a fan of breathing, as you can see from my scenes. I was gonna ask you if, like, some of that like insane like deep throating that you did like helped train you to become this amazing free driver. It's so true. Even like my instructors and my the guys that I know free drivers that they'll tease me about it all the time. Yeah, because if you don't have a, a gag reflex, there is actually things that you can do with your throat that like a normal person couldn't. So yeah, so actually, you don't, porn, a, you don't have a gag reflex. I don't unless you're like shoving something gigantic down it over okay. and over again. Then I'll gag. Yeah, but like. Like in a fun way, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely has helped me. Wow. Because I don't like breathing. I love the feeling of, you know, being, you know. Choked out. Dying. Yeah. <laughs> dying. <laughs> but it does help. But that that's like when you get kind of, when you talk about being taken to like a subspace, it's something like that, right? It is subspace. Like what the first time I really did a really good dive, when I did my 100, I'm at 152 feet now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just came up and it just felt like when you're getting choked out during sex and you come during while getting choked out, that's what it feels like when you get back to the surface. So wow. freediving is subspace. Like you have to trust yourself so much. It's so, it's so cool. Like it's such a, it's such a rush. Yeah. How, are there a certain amount of times that you can free drive, free yeah, <laughs> free dive in a day, like with like scuba diving. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean you know because the the trainers and like the instructors will be diving constantly. Mm-hmm. So no, but you should chill. Like you need to really listen to your body because you can get really really hurt. Yeah. Do you have a goal to hit? Or are you just going to see how far you can get? Well, you're not supposed to have numbers in your head. So sorry to my freediving instructors oh, if you're listening okay. to this. But yes, I have numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do. I want to go for the U.S. women's record next year. Which wow. is 95 meters, I think. I don't know what that is in feet. It's, it's a lot. It's okay, neither do I. <laughs> I it's still like the imperial system and yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. Um, so 
you've been okay so where are you right now or where were you last like what are sorry let me start over <laughs> what are some of the countries that you've been to and do you have a favorite um i started in the bahamas i went to mexico i spend most of my time in bali i've mm-hmm. been there for three months now this year i went to maldives sri lanka uh, Tonga was amazing. Yeah, Tonga was you the had some incredible pictures. Oh my god, it's so cool! There. The photos of you with the whales. Oh my god, the whales are so cool. Can you tell us about that? Because oh, that man. picture is epic. The pictures do no justice to how crazy it is. Yeah, you know? and like the best experiences aren't captured on film, but right. it's really cool. It's really, really, really cool. They're so like interactive, mm-hmm. and if you like spin over in front of a whale, they'll spin too. And they wow. just want to be around you. And, and you have to get out of the water because there will be so many whales and they all like come towards you. <laughs> they're like, what is this? you can't do anything, you know? So you have to yeah. like back up, but you can't kick at a certain point because they're coming so fast and you're going to kick them. So you're just like, Ugh. it's like whale soup. It was <laughs> really cool. Soup. It was so cute. And the babies are so Aww. cute. Yeah. You know, so I'm actually a certified scuba diver. Oh, cool. Um, I haven't gone that often and I'm not great at it. I have to dive with somebody else because I like don't remember how to track my meters and stuff like that but um i do remember the first time that i dove and i remember being underwater and i remember flipping on my back and looking up and there was like this school of fish that swam above me and their scales reflected the light in such a way where it was just like this shine and i just remember thinking like this is like the most beautiful moment in my life there's something about being underwater it's a completely different world it's a different space everything is forced to slow down i mean it really it's quiet it's quiet it's like it's crazy how it takes you out of this insane hectic world where we have so much coming at us at like a million miles an hour yeah you have to be in the now you can't think about other stuff you know yeah that's what i really like about it yeah and we went to um so i learned in in la paz we went to los islotes which is like a little island that has a ton of sea lions and if you go during breeding season the the babies love you and they came up to you and they will like pull at your fins and they'll pull at your hair and it's like it's amazing they'll totally you can pet them you'll totally interact with them i mean i didn't cry but (laughs) i actually my friend luke took me and i took a bunch of underwater photos which i had never done before and i got some insane pictures i actually got this one photo of um one of them that came right up to me and it ended up like making it on like the front page of reddit what i want to see which was shocking and a lot of people did i'll I'll show it to you a lot of people didn't believe i took it you know how like Reddit is and yeah, how they will yeah. actually <laughs> Photoshop. Yeah, they'll call you out on your bullshit. So people like went and looked up like Google reverse searched the image because they thought I was taking credit for another person's image. But they had to admit yeah. that. It was people have no lucky. T- so much time on their hands. I, they really do. But it was like lucky. I can't believe I got that shot. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I'm, my friend Luke let me borrow his like super high end equipment. So I was just like, eh. <laughs> it's hard because it's hard to see underwater and balance. And so I got really lucky with that shot. But there was also this one baby that was dancing with him that like just loved him. And I got Aww. these shots. It's just like, I don't know. There's something really magical about it. I wish I had more time to scuba dive. Yeah. Um, what is it like for you? Like what is being under the water? Does it like shift everything for you? Like what runs through your mind? Yeah. It's it's like nothing runs through your mind. You can, Nothing can run through your mind. And there, the one of the dives that changed my life was I was having a bad day and usually you have to have like a calm mind to go diving, mm-hmm. you know? So I was having a bad day and I thought I, I couldn't even remember how to swim. Like I was having one of those days, you know, yeah. like everything's going wrong. 
And I was about to go in and my friend Nikki uh, gave me a nose plug and took my goggles off or my mask off. <laughs> I did not say goggles. <laughs> and then, so she told me to go without my mask on. So just with my, my nose plug mm-hmm. and like, just close your eyes and go. And it was like the most life changing thing. Like you can't think about other stuff. You just can't like, you'll die. You'll mm-hmm. die. Yeah. So you have to, you have to just like realize that like the present moment was all you ever have. You had to really like understand that Yeah. and live it or else you're, you're fucked. So yeah. So it's just like an escape for me, I guess. And it's a way to get to do subspace without having to find someone to choke me to death. And <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's really fun. It's, it's like so good. I just got sponsored too by, um, so that means I'm a professional freediver now, guys. Oh my God, that's insane. I got sponsored by Ocean or Wetsuits mm-hmm. and uh, Dive Our Fins. That's fantastic. Like too, like one of the like some of the best companies in freediving. So I'm excited. That's amazing. Do you find that you because you know a lot of people that are in the adult industry that go out and try to do other things say that they like find that they come up across against a lot of stigma. Do right. you not experience that at all in the freediving community? Um, I haven't yet. I thought like the first festival I went to is called Deep Week, and it's like 120 freedivers and. You know, I didn't know how I was going to be received there. It was my first thing that I had done after mm-hmm. porn. And they knew who I was. Like, a couple of the guys I had talked to already on Instagram. And everyone was so cool about it. Like, mm-hmm. no one has been judgmental. Or if they have, you know, I think I've broken, you know, what they thought. I, you know, a lot of guys are like, yeah, you know, before you came, I thought you were going to be this way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means. Maybe that I was going to, like, have, a cr- like, really long acrylics or yeah. something. I'm not sure what they thought. You're definitely not, I think, the idea of what most people, like, think when they think of Porn, porn stars, star. though, like porn but stars, like, so, they're so normal, though. So. Yeah, I mean, porn stars are so. That's you know, like uh, that's kind of why I parted. I started this show because porn stars are so many different kinds of people. Yeah, you always have this one per- idea of like what a porn star looks like, yeah. and there are definitely tons of porn stars that have you know bleach blonde hair, yeah, yeah, for nails sure. and whatever. But there's also a lot of people who aren't like that at all. Yeah, everyone's so different. Yeah, so yeah, people have been pretty open minded, and like I said, they tease me all the time about you know. Like, do you have no gag reflex? And oh, you're so lucky. And like, you know, so they've been really cool so far. And yeah. my sponsors obviously know. Yeah. So um, they're all right with it. They want to even like start a line, like a Kissa line of like, so it's, they've been really supportive. That's really great. That's, I mean, I love that like you haven't come up across stigma on yeah, that because I know not. that that's yeah, something that one a lot day of people will. worry about. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but there's something like so incredibly like entrancing about you and you're so like, authentic and real I think like it's hard for I don't know I feel like are there people that don't like you I feel like there isn't anyone who doesn't like you some people don't like me I don't think so I think you're wrong I don't know (laughs) do you miss uh, do you miss the adult industry I do I really do like I'll I'll be traveling and I you know I'm not in the state of mind right now to shoot I'm just like on this journey yeah but like today or yesterday I was on the on Twitter and I see pictures of myself like as like a you know big bad four star chick yeah. you know like how I was it's, I really miss it yeah so it's hard it's like I can't decide do you think you'll come back I I mean I have to come back I mean, I love porn I I love shooting porn I loved the, my entire experience like mm-hmm. I have I know a lot of people like stop shooting and you know they come and they say that they had like a bad time or there's a reason that they quit or stop something but it wasn't like that like mm-hmm. I loved every second of it. And like the people, you guys are so cool, you know, and being on set, like I just laughed all day yeah. and then just had orgasms the whole scene and then went home. I just, I, I loved it. Yeah. 
Yeah, you definitely, the whole orgasm constant thing with you. <laughs> I remember, I remember the first time I shot you for browsers and you were like, can we do all the standing positions first? Because I orgasm so much that my legs don't work at the end of the scene. I was like, You're like who is this girl? This is crazy. And it was true. And you orgasm all the time and it's very, it's, it makes me very jealous. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I remember a lot of directors would be like, no, let's do the standing positions at the end. I'm like, Okay, if you want to. And I'm just like dying, like like Bambi. And I'm like, this is your choice. Like, I'll listen to her next time. So yeah. what has been your favorite place to visit? I kind of I kind of interrupted you after uh, I asked you sorry, that question. Yeah. Um, Bali is for sure my favorite place. That place is beautiful. It's not the most beautiful place that I've been to, but mm. for some reason it just really works, the, the vibe. And mm-hmm. there's so many freedivers there. It's mm-hmm. like kind of a mecca. Yeah for free diving and all the Australians are super close. So it's, yeah. it's just a huge place for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love Bali and it's so cheap. My mm-hmm. God. It's crazy how cheap it is. Oh, it's crazy. So I love it for that reason. Tonga was my favorite, but it's such a small, you know, there's little islands and tiny little towns that mm-hmm. wouldn't work to live, but Bali is definitely my favorite. I, I went to Bali and I stayed there for like a week and I really loved all the temples that are on every yeah. corner. It's a very spiritual place. Yeah, so spiritual. Yeah. And I remember um, I was staying in like this little like bed and breakfast. And at about five o'clock in the morning, I would hear um, chanting from <laughs> one of the temples. And I didn't know where it was coming from because it was pitch black out. And it would just be like the chanting of monks, like kind of riding in on the breeze so that cool. was coming into my room. And, and it was like, really cool. And I would open up my sliding glass door and then I would just like fall asleep to the sound of like the Aww. chanting. It was just that like, wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it was really magical. That's like the one thing that I remember the most about Bali that I loved. Yeah. Where do you normally stay in Bali when you stay? I stay two places. I stay in Chenggu in like the really popular area. Yeah. Um, and then also, but mostly in Ahmed, which is on the east side. Right. And that's where like the really deep, calm water is. The water is like a lake. Mm-hmm. And the visibility is really good. That's where all the free divers and scuba divers are. Yeah. And then Chengu is on the other side. It's okay. like crazy, but that's where I did like my master's. Uh, I got my master's certificate there. Mm-hmm. Uh, training in the pool and stuff. And mm-hmm. oh, there's so many good, so much good food and little shops. And, yeah. Like yeah. there's like, I bought all my cute stuff there. Yeah. Little Bali shit. It's so <laughs> but it's so funny when I go shopping in Bali, like this shirt doesn't fit me, obviously. Right. Yeah. Like half my tit is under yeah. my under boob. The Balinese girls cannot understand big boobs. It's so funny. Really? So, yeah. Like every star, they'd be like, oh, your boobs so big. And they all <laughs> want to like touch them. They're like, oh my God. They're like so vocal about it. Like every store. So this, this top is like an extra large and this is an extra small, the bottoms. Oh God. But they could not fit my tits into like a regular shirt. I'm like, it's okay. I like it like that. <laughs> That's oh my God. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. So what has been one of the most like amazing experiences that you've had so far? on this journey probably the most amazing is probably the whales the Mm. whales are very touching like i i went diving with one of my old instructors and some big bad alpha males and literally all of them were sobbing at some point of the whales (laughs) like we'd come up we'd go for a dive and come back up and all of everyone's masks would be all fogged up because these big dudes alpha males are just sobbing yeah these moments that you'd have with these whales yeah they're so smart like yeah. you can feel like their consciousness is like higher than ours. And when you meet face to face with them, their eye like looks at you, not, it doesn't look just at anything. It looks right at you. Wow. And every single person has a moment where we just wave. Like we put our cameras down and we just stare at them. And everyone's just waving at whales. <laughs> <laughs> you look so ridiculous, but you just feel like you have to wave. Like they're That's looking at great, you. great, if you ever write a book, a great <laughs> title, Waving at Whales. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. I just gave you the title. 
<laughs> so I was going to buy that domain right now. <laughs> Ernie, buy it. <laughs> buy it and then give it to me. Wave it to Will. Yeah. So the, those experiences are probably the best. Are you still writing? Oh, man. I have the worst writer's blog. Really? The worst. Do I would have the just, best blog right now. Do you think it's just because like, you're so in the moment that you don't want to yes. take the time to sit down and write because you're just living life? Yeah, that's a big to, like, problem. Writing about it? And even taking pictures for Instagram, like I'm, I'm struggling. In Tonga, I barely took any pictures because I just didn't feel like it. Like yeah. I would think like, oh, I should take a picture of this. I'm like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. So that's a big problem. But even before that, I've been having writer's block, so I'm not really sure what it is or how to fix it. But I hope this one day when I'm ready, I'll just write it all, you know? I mean, I think if you're storing all of these memories in you, then you can write about it later. Yeah, that's what I hope. Yeah, and just enjoy what I'm doing. And Right. So how has this travel made you feel about, like, the current world that, like, we all live in? Oh, man. Like, when you go on social <laughs> media, do you see it differently now? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I still don't pay attention to, like, the news or politics just because mm-hmm. I like to pretend I'm in my own little world and yeah. it never, like, affects me, which yeah. is true. But um, I guess, yeah, looking at, you know, social media is, is different. You know, I don't feel like I, I need to post so much, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Does it make you see, like, so you, when you come back here, how do how do you feel about home? Like I feel like I feel like people like all they want to do is and and no and more power to them. Like I wish that I was on my yeah. like last year I was on a Monday mission for sure. Mm-hmm. It's all I did was work. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I'm not working and that you know I'm trying to experience things, it makes me want people to realize that like you don't have to make so much money. Like you can. You don't have to like work your entire life, like just, or if you are like also enjoy things, you know, mm-hmm. and people think like, oh, you're so rich. You can just travel the world, but it's, it's not like that. Like traveling is really cheap. And yeah. Most of my travel friends are broke. It's yeah. not like a thing you do when you're super loaded. I don't know any loaded travelers. Yeah. Everyone well, you're not staying in like five star hotels. No, and that's and, not like, what you Paris do. And yeah. The first time I got to Bali this year when I, before, when I was still like a rookie at this, mm-hmm. I rented like the nicest hotel. I didn't know what I was doing. Like, I thought you just rented, like, nice places. Yeah. And it was just, like, not the thing to do. Like, yeah. The travelers are in, like, the $20 hotels, which are still so cool and, like, so authentic, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I I, I have to say that, like, I really, I look at your pictures and I, and I hear about your experiences and what you were just talking about with work. And I definitely feel, like, a sense of envy and longing because there's a part of me that really, that recognizes in an intellectual way that all the striving that I'm doing to, like, be the best and make the most and be the most successful, like, isn't actually what's probably going to make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's never enough. It's like, you yeah. know, you just constantly, like, feed the beast and it's just always hungry. Um, and I also love traveling. And I feel like... And sometimes I wonder, like, what would happen if I just gave all this shit up <laughs> yeah. and did what you did? Like, when I, like, basically you're doing, like, what I wish I had the courage to do. Oh, that's nice to like, say. Like, you're traveling and you just kind of going and, ex- I mean, you're experiencing life in a way that, like, most of us never will. Yeah, it's really fun. And it's it's just incredible. It is really fun. Do you, <laughs> like, do you feel, like, do you feel different? Uh, I don't know if I feel different. I just feel like. I finally felt like this is who I've always been, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't really feel different, I don't think. I've always been kind of crazy and weird and, you know, fuck society and like, yeah. you know, I've always been like that. So I don't really feel different, I guess. You seem to be somebody who really has like a hold on 
what makes them happy <laughs> and like knowing how to navigate life. I have to say, so the last time you came in and I've, and I've brought this up a couple of times, there were some things that you said that like really resonated with me really? that I've taken with me. Really? I've thought about a lot. Okay. No, seriously. One of the things that, that I love about this podcast is that, you know, I, when I sit down and I talk to people, like I really learn like different things from different people and like everybody, I feel like teaches me something. And when we were talking about emotions and being happy and, you know, I was kind of talking about like how you always seem like you're happy and you were talking about really embracing your emotions. And what I really, um, what resonated with me was how you talked about how you like, you embrace the sad days too. Yeah. And like you also, um, you ex- you not only accept them, but you kind of love them in a way as yeah, well, and like you treat them with this kind of reverence. And you know, if you're sad, you you play sad songs, and you yeah, cry, you and you like, listen, yeah, and you embrace <laughs> all of that. Yeah. And I just was like, I. I'm so bad at that. You know, if I'm sad or I'm angry, like I want to push all that away because I never want to feel those feelings. I never want to let that stuff in. So therefore I never really process it. And I feel like you do, you're like this open channel where you like (laughs) invite all the things in and you treasure all of these experiences. And it's just like this amazing quality. And I don't know. I always, I honestly, like I think about you a lot, like sad or something. I wish it was like Kissa and I could just like be like embrace the sadness because I feel like I would be it feels so good to be it. sad sometimes right yeah I like it that's what I'm saying though like you just you embrace everything that comes your way you and I just embrace it I know but it's such a rare quality in uh, someone yeah and I, I think you I hope you know like how special that is oh well you're very special mm. <laughs> I'm getting a little emotional and I see it are you it's crying little, yeah a little bit maybe <laughs> I don't know why. It's okay. Race it. Oh, God. Here we go. Why am I crying? This is so stupid. Embrace it. No. Okay, I can't do it, like, on the show. (laughs) I really do think like that, you know? Yeah. You can't can't fight it. Like, life sucks, man. You gotta just fucking go with it or else you're gonna... Yeah. You're gonna lose it. Yeah. You just gotta be... just, Just... just embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have tissues in here. <laughs> You're so cute. Oh, thank you. Okay, can we talk about like penis or something? Okay, it's penis. Like, <laughs> tell me about getting fucked in the ass. That'll, I haven't that'll done anal me, in so long, Holly. Back. <laughs> I haven't <sighs> done anal in so long, you guys. Everyone at home. Are you, do you miss it? I miss it so much. Anal is like my favorite fucking thing. My orgasm button in there. Oh, shit. <laughs> my orgasm button in there is so good. So. I, mean, I don't remember the last time I did it. That's really sad. That's really sad. That's okay. It's okay. Embrace awesome. the sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it. Embrace the sadness of her not getting fucked in the butt. <laughs> Put the cure on and just cry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad. I need to do that. Have so. you been having like? Have you been having sex at all? Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> not not like I used to. No, you used not to. Not at all. And my Hitachi doesn't work overseas. Oh right, Cause everybody, because the um the, the plugs are different. Yeah, but like I have all the adapters, but the voltage that you need to power a Hitachi is not available in third world <laughs> countries. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I found this out. I thought it was just Bali. So I brought it with me all over the world and it's just, it just fries. Wow. And I brought it back here thinking maybe it's, it was the Hitachi plugged it in and works fine. Well, actually the first Hitachi I brought over there, I threw out cause I thought it was broken. Right. And brought another one back and it still doesn't work. And I talked to an electrician and they're like, yeah, the voltage is not there. Hitachi is not working in this country. You help me please. Yeah. I met an Aussie uh, electrician in Bali and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and he's like, why do you need that thing? <laughs> Get a battery powered. I'm like, those ones don't work. <laughs> so what have you been doing? Have you been like masturbating at all? Yeah, or? I'm really good at masturbating still. Okay. And I just, I just started my Snapchat again and mm-hmm. realized that like I had a lot of good orgasms there. So yeah. I'm glad for that. It's like a reason to masturbate. Like, yeah. Get paid to masturbate. Yeah. I'm on board. Know, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm like, back on that. It's, what could be better? <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Okay. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to come back. Yes. Holly Randall Unfiltered is brought to you by Blue Chew. So guys, let's talk about your penis. Specifically, your penis maybe not always working the way you would like it to. Listen, I work in the porn industry and I see erectile dysfunction all the time for a myriad of reasons. Your penis can be a pretty temperamental little guy and sometimes he just doesn't feel like working. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but there is something you can do about it. And that something is called Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a chewable with the same active ingredients as in Viagra and Cialis, and it works fast. You can take it on a full or empty stomach, so there's no worry about having to schedule those moments of intimacy. The best part is Blue Chew offers the ability to get your prescription discreetly online. No awkward doctor visits, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. My listeners are getting a special deal. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order for free when you use promo code HOLLY. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W, and use the promo code HOLLY. Chew it and do it. So really quickly, I just need to explain why I so desperately need you to support my podcast. Currently, I'm bringing in enough to cover the expenses of producing my show, but there's not much left over after all the bills have been paid. One big thing on my wish list for this year is I really want to take my show to the AVN convention, but that is going to cost me a fortune and I cannot do it without your help. Imagine all the amazing interviews I can get there in the middle of the biggest porn expo in the world. There's so much more I want to do with this show, but I don't want to bore you with all the details, and I know you want to get back to the interview. So I will say this. Please seriously consider supporting the show that you love so much. You can join my Patreon for as little as $5 and get access to the interview streaming live, as well as lots of other bonus content you cannot get anywhere else. There's also a lot more that I offer if you can afford to shell out a few more bucks. So go check out everything that I have to offer at patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Now, if you really can't or don't want to, for whatever reason, support my Patreon, please consider purchasing something from one of my sponsors. Just make sure you use my code. They will only come back to sponsor more episodes if they see their investment paying off. Thank you guys so much. And if you have any questions or concerns, please feel free to email me at hollyrandallunfiltered at gmail.com. So how long are you back for? Uh, six, six more weeks. Six more weeks? Then I'm going back to Bali to train. And you're not shooting while you're back? 
No, not yet. What are you? So, what are you doing while you're back? Uh, just hanging out. Yeah, I'm staying in Venice. Um, just hanging out with my dog. My dog is like really important to me, and yeah. she's been with my family for the last two months. So, just spending quality dog time and seeing everyone, and wishing I wasn't here. <laughs> Like it's great to be back and everything, but you know what I love about here is the night going out to eat. That's mm. my favorite thing here. Yeah, it's like going out a nice restaurant and some nice wine. Yeah, you know, and all the, where I'm at, you get whatever wine they have, and it's right. usually shit. So yeah, I've been liking that. Do you um, like? Does the city feel like really rushed and noisy and everything yeah, since you're back? Yeah, it's pretty intense. Did but, you like? Because I feel like we become so desensitized to all this stuff, and then you go away, and then you come back, and yeah, it's pretty intense. Even when I would go to when I was living in Vegas, and I'd come to LA, it was kind of crazy here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, coming from Tonga here, I'm just like fuck. Yeah, I got really sick as soon as I got back. Really? Yeah, I broke out all over my face with you know my skin. Skin didn't know what to do. Yeah. Do you think so. it's the food? It could be a lot of things. Yeah, and the I think it's the pollution. I always yeah. get like those pollution ones here. Right. So, but I don't know. I'm okay now. Do you, do you know what you, do you think that you're going to, I don't know, what do you have future plans or are you just kind of rolling with it and see where it goes? I've never had plans. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a plan in my life. So no, I don't have plans. I'm and just, you're comfortable with that, right? just kind of go right? with the flow. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> see, that's, that's another thing that is a problem for me is I'm such a planner that like I have to have a plan or I freak out. Yeah. I mean, that's what kind of makes me a good producer. Well, but definitely. it also makes me like anxious all the time. Yeah. So like I kind of, you know, wish that I had more of that like free spirit. But you always seem to land on your feet. Yeah, I know. It's really weird. <laughs> like I, my whole life, I've just kind of like gone with the flow and like not, not figured anything out and, you know, dropped out of high school and, mm-hmm. And it always just works out, so I just kind of go with it. Have you always had faith that things would work out? Yeah, I just always have this feeling like everything everything will figure itself out or be okay. I think that's a great example of what, you know, so many of us are trying to, you know, preach and hold on to is the idea of, like, manifesting things. Yeah, I I believe in that. I believe in that. Yeah? Yeah, as soon as you speak something out and if you have, like, a goal, I think, and you talk about it and, Mm -hmm. like, write it down in a notepad or something. Yeah, do you have a way that you manifest things that you want? Yeah, I just... Do you do vision boards or anything like that? um, I used to do vision boards, but now I kind of just start, like, on my iPhone notepad. Mm -hmm. I, like, make a list of, like, how, okay, how I want to, you know, start this and how is that? So I just kind of go with it. And then you find that things just kind of fall into place for you? Yeah. (laughs) Don't they, though? Like, things always work out. They do, but it's so hard to believe that they will. But they always do. I don't know. I guess I've been through, like, a lot of horrible shit where Mm -hmm. I thought, like, oh, this is it. Like, I was never going to get out of this. This is the end, you know? Yeah. And then life just goes on with it. Even if it's bad for a while. Yeah. It just always ends up, it always feels like things happened for that reason to right. me in my life. I don't know. Like I Even bad things. Yeah, I can always see that later. Like, I can always <laughs> yeah, be like, well, oh, is, thank God. Yeah. yeah, hindsight. Like, thank <laughs> God that horrible thing happened to me. Like, I'm so glad. Um, but at the moment, it's it's hard to see that. Yeah. But do you find that in the moment you can kind of like, a part of you knows that yeah. it's going to be okay? I don't know if it's a, a defense mechanism or what from mm. being a kid or what, but yeah, if something starts going wrong, I just let go. I'm just yeah. like, fuck, what are you going to do? Do you think having a hard childhood made you like appreciate life more? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you, in a way, 
are you in a way then grateful that you did? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I loved my, and actually, <laughs> speaking about embracing it, I loved my childhood, even though it was shit. Like, I really had a fun time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it definitely taught me how to be who I am today, you know? Yeah. And people think, oh, she's so easygoing or something. But it's just like, because I didn't know I would live this long, you know? <laughs> so, like, anything now is just a bonus. <laughs> so I decided a great time. I don't know. <laughs> Do you still, who was it that disowned you? Was it your dad? My dad re-owned me. I was going to ask you, that's so great. So you guys reconnected? Yeah, because I'm not shooting. So he was like, okay, you're not shooting. I'm like, all right. So how, how has that been for you? Uh, it's cool. It's, it kind of it just went back to normal. Interesting. It was interesting. How Did he like, did you tell him that you'd stop shooting? Yeah, or? I told him, you know, yeah, I told him. And uh-huh. he just like accepted it. And it was like a five-year thing. Like he disowned me for five years. And not only that, but made my, my stepmom and both my brother and sister do the same. Right. And when I came back, you know, they were just kind of like, well, that was stupid. <laughs> like, she's still the same person. Yeah. I think they might have thought, like, I don't know how I would be, like, strung out on drugs or something. Because I used yeah. to have a drug problem. Right. So I think maybe they thought, I think people think that porn stars are always on drugs at Yeah, work. I think they do. Like, we have huge rails of cocaine on on the job, which is not you, the you, case. You don't? <laughs> I always so much blow to set. How do you think I get through the day? Like, wait, wait, we are not supposed to do that? <laughs> wait, oh, I've been doing it wrong this whole time. <laughs> is that why everyone's always in the bathroom? My days are really long. Embrace the cocaine. So, and I guess when I was sober and, you know, I'm doing really, I'm doing, like, I've never been happier or healthier, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that was, yeah, you look amazing. <laughs> I would be more tan, but the last month I was in a wetsuit the whole time. Right. So I've lost my tan. Oh, well, not so much. I mean, you still look pretty fucking tan. <laughs> like, pretty so tan. yeah, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So how are things with Johnny? Johnny's great. Uh, Johnny and I did take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after, well, we really took a break actually quite a while ago. We just never told anyone. Right. Um, when I moved to Hollywood and he was stayed in Vegas to shoot and I, we made the decision together for me to shoot with other guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, we just kind of like would be on the couch and think like, we're just friends at this point, you know? Yeah. And it was never a negative thing. Like Johnny and I have always had the best relationship. Mm-hmm. He's, we still have, like, we have a great, great relationship, mm-hmm. but it just became, I think that subconsciously we had to push each other into the friend zone that last year because we were both shooting. Like I was shooting like 27 days a month and he right. was shooting like 20 days a month. And, like, when we'd get back together, I'd, like, come home from, like, getting, like, fucked in the ass all day. And, like, I'm like, oh, don't touch me. Like, oh, yeah. I'm sore. And, like, we could never, like, fuck. Or- yeah. And then not only that, but since we had our own production company and everything, we kind of, like, sold our relationship to the internet mm. without th- without realizing it. It just kind of snowballed and got worse and worse. And then, like, even our sex wasn't ours anymore. It was mm-hmm. for money. And it was always for money and always for this. So, like, our intimacy kind of, like, it just it just got fucked up. Yeah. And we just became homies, like just like friends, you know? Mm-hmm. So we took a break because when I first got with Johnny five, six years ago, um, I wanted to go traveling. That yeah. was my dream. And I met him and, and he fucked it up because <laughs> I fell in love with him and I needed yeah. to be with him. Right. And so I gave up on that dream and, and shot porn instead for five years. So um, we took this break, you know, in a, at a, as a time to you know, just be friends and for us to work on each, on ourselves. And, and that enabled me to go traveling, you know, like I still talk to him every day, Mm -hmm. but I'm just growing for, for me. And he's doing the same, Mm -hmm. like he's doing things that he was always nervous to do, like triathlons. And we're both like bettering each other, ourselves and motivating each other. Um, and just taking this time to, you know, just get better. 
Yeah. So do you guys think you will get back together? Or are you I don't know. Together? You'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. <laughs> well, I think like, you know, going, I can see exactly what you mean. It's so easy for people to fall into this kind of rut in their relationship. And I think the fact that you're like able to get yourself out of that rut, like literally by just traveling the world. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, like I said, you know, it gives you like new perspective on life and I'm sure it's helped you yeah. in your relationship with him. For sure. And like, see what's really important, you know, and yeah. get out of it a little bit. Yeah. That's really great. So what are your plans for the rest of the year? Um, I'm going back to Bali in uh, six weeks, and then I'm going to Australia. Uh, okay. to meet, first, I'm going to go meet my sponsors over there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I'm either going to South, uh, South Africa or uh, Australia, then New Zealand. It's kind of up in the air, but it's a three month. It's The next time I go, it's going to be for another three months. Okay. So I'll come back the end of January. Okay. Um, I'm actually, I, may, I should come back for EVN. Maybe I'll come back for EVN. Yeah. Because that's the end of January, right? It is usually like the middle of January. Yeah. yeah like I'll probably come back for that. There's something like that. 20, I think this year it's like the 23rd, 24th, 25th, something like that. Yeah. So I'll come back for that. That'll be that'll be a big change from like your, I mean, to like the AVN show. I, I love it chaos. though. I yeah. love it. I love it. Do you think you'll sign there or do you think you'll just go for yeah, the awards? Yeah, no, I'll sign. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's like Vagina Disneyland. <laughs> It absolutely is. And you're so good with the fans, too. Like, you seem to really enjoy meeting them. I do, I do. I really love everyone. Because they're so cool, you know? Yeah. And they make you who you are, you know? You're not just some weird slut. You're like a porn star. (laughs) Thanks to them, you know? That is true. That is true. Have you ever thought about, like... I mean, I know you had your own production company with Johnny, but do you think, like, if you came back and you shot, that you would do your own thing or do you think you'd work for other people? Um, I would definitely work for other people. I would do, I guess, a mixture of everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been gone. I don't know how Snapchat and everything's doing. As far as I know, it's doing really well. There's so many girls now who are like not even shooting because they don't need to. They're making all their money off Snapchat. It's crazy. It's actually like taken a lot of like big name porn stars kind of out of the industry. Wow, that's crazy. Like I can't even book Riley Reid until April. Because of Snapchat. Yeah. Well, I, I would imagine that I know she's doing really well with that and she's like a limited number of days I think a month that she shoots yeah so yeah I just had to book her for twisties and we had to book her for like April wow (laughs) good for her I know seriously (laughs) like good for her but it was like that's how far ahead I have to book her yeah and like Adriana um I had to book her for November wow and that was like last month that's crazy so yeah so girls are so girls are doing very well yeah (laughs) so good they're doing very well so I'll definitely shoot for myself but I definitely would want to shoot for like I love like going to set and doing the whole thing. So yeah. I would probably shoot again. Getting like makeup done and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Have you like not been wearing makeup for the last like no. few months or no, anything never, like that? Never. Yeah. I barely shower or like brush my hair. <laughs> I go in the ocean and like rinse off and then you're done. Like you're just like a hippie. I don't wear shoes. <laughs> it's really crazy. What are some of like the friendships that you've developed on this, this trip? Oh man. Like my favorite people ever. Everyone I've met. There's a real like there's gotta be like a real camaraderie between people like you guys who are willing to literally just like go off the grid and just travel and like do what you love. I mean that's a takes a different type of mentality. Yeah, it's really cool because like when I'm in LA, I kind of feel not not that everyone's and anyone's rude about it, but they make me feel crazy. Like, oh, you just quit your job and like you're just gonna go traveling. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, what's your what about in five years? And then when you get out and you travel with people who travel all the time, they're like, I'm like, well, what have you been doing? They're like, oh, I sold all my stuff that, you know, this year ago, two years ago, three years ago, like all the different people are just doing the same thing mm-hmm. where they sold all their stuff and then 
they've just been traveling. Yeah. So it's, it's fun to be out there because they're like like-minded people who want to like live life and, and not do exactly what society tells them that they should do yeah. or like how it works with you. Like, you know, you have to do this and you have to do that. And this is when you retire at this age and, and you have to own this and you have yeah. to buy a house. Yeah, exactly. You have all of these possessions, which create all of these bills, which makes so you work So many harder, bills. I don't have any bills anymore. Which like ties you down. It's yeah. so awesome. I don't have rent. I don't have utilities. I don't have anything. Like, all I pay for is my health insurance and my travel insurance. And that's it. That's it's crazy. Like, I save so much money traveling. People think I was paying $3,500 in Hollywood. Yeah, I when bet. I was shooting. $3,500. I bet. And all how far will that take you now? Uh, Probably three months. That's just crazy. on rent. Like yeah. I spent when I was last in Bali for 30 days I spent 15 1450 almost $1500 including my hotel the entire time and all everything I did food everything $1500 That's crazy. So that's less than half of yeah. just my rent. So yeah. It's work it's really it works. Yeah, that was one of the uh, amazing one of the many amazing things about Bali was I couldn't believe how fucking cheap it was. Yeah. It was just like Oh my god. Yeah, That's your so money awesome. goes so far. The one thing that was hard for me with Bali was all the stray dogs. Yeah. That made me sad. And they eat them too. Yeah, don't, <laughs> <get> it. <laughs> don't eat the street meat of Bali. Okay. No, if I ever go back there. I don't think I did when I was there, but uh, I definitely won't now. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's true, but they did a documentary on it. Like the Australians like bought a bunch and tested it and found that there were dogs. But there's so many dogs. <laughs> there are so many dogs. I mean, I guess you got to eat. But <laughs> Ooh, <it's> terrible. <laughs> what have you been to the Ubud monkey forest? Uh, no, I haven't been up to Ubud at all. Really? No, but I have seen the monkeys. I had one monkey slapped me with this weird monkey palm. And I was just feeding him. And I had all these bananas to feed him. And I gave him one. And he took it and then he slapped me. But the little slap was so gross because he has like this little hand with like this weird palm, like human palm. And he just went like slapped me. And I was like, I was feeding you. (laughs) How could you do that? Such a shit. Oh my God. I didn't really like those monkeys. But they were cute. What are some of the, like the animals that you've seen on these trips? Uh, mostly whales. Mostly whales. <laughs> but like, have you had like any like funny kind of? Not I really. Know. I don't know why I haven't really seen that many animals. Like, I don't want to. The elephants in Bali are like in cages and stuff, so I mm. try to avoid them. Yeah. Oh, I was in Sri Lanka. I saw animals. We went on a safari though, and like we like rushed this leopard at one point, and it made me super uncomfortable. Like everyone on the safari, like. 10 different cars like rush to each like animal. It's so sad. So what they like rush to it. Cause they want you to be able to get pictures. Yeah. And the leopard's like, what the hell? Or a Jaguar or whatever it was. It's like, fuck off. she's like, fuck off. I'm just walking. And like a million cars like rushing it. So I didn't really like that, but we saw an elephant, like uh, baby elephants and stuff like in the wild that were really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. What is, what is Sri Lanka like? Sri Lanka is so awesome. I had a friend of mine who t- did her honeymoon there. Oh my God. It's so awesome there. The people are, are like, there's no one like Sri Lankans. Really? Yeah. How, what are they like? Well, like for instance, when we first got there, um, I like got a taxi. We we're going to get a taxi all the way up to like the Northern area or somewhere. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. And the taxi driver like took me to like his, he's like, well, I need to get shorts. So he like got tea for us and like took us to his house and like introduced him to his family. And it's like this whole thing. It's like this beautiful place. They're just like, oh, my, this is my kids. Yeah. So like at this taxi driver's house, having tea, like I have pictures of it. I'll show it to you. Yeah. I like in it. the middle of like Sri Lanka, like this kid is like serving us tea and he's like, he went and got us weed and did all this stuff. Oh it's God. just like a really magical, it's a magical place. Like wow. people are just different. And um, how are the, like, how has it been 
Has it been interesting for you going to different places and like interacting with different cultures and like seeing different kinds of people? Yeah, I love like, culture. Yeah, what have you, have you, do you feel like you've learned anything from that? Yeah, so much. Like I, I since like once you start traveling, you don't stay in like the five-star places you stay, you know, not like in hostels. You don't have to stay in hostels. I don't go as far as hostels because I have a, I have insomnia. Mm-hmm. I need to like masturbate all kinds of different ways to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that in hostels. <laughs> yeah, so but I, I mean, get cheap you don't want to do that in hostels. Maybe everybody else wants you to do that in hostels, but yeah. Yeah, so that's that's been my thing with hostels too. I cannot sleep in the same room with a bunch of strangers, no. and I can't share a bathroom with them. Like I can't do that. No, I can't either. Yeah, but like you can stay in the cheaper places and you know like homestays and stuff where the locals mm. take care of you and they cook you breakfast. And so I've just learned a lot about, especially Tongan culture. Mm-hmm. So I was like an eco resort in Tonga where the Tongans like took care of us. Like we'd roast, kill piglets every night, and like stick a stick up their ass and like really roast them on the fire. And wow. So like yeah, learning about the culture for me is really interesting. Wow. What do they? What language do they speak there? Where in Tonga? Uh, to, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's like their own thing. They're the only island that hasn't been colonized, wow. so they're like the same people that they were like thousands, thousands of years ago. Really? And there's a king and stuff, and it's totally different than how we live. Wow. What's there? Do they have a religion? Yeah, the, all kinds of religions. There's they're really open there. So mm. since they weren't colonized, it's like there's all. I saw like ten different kinds of churches. People wow. are just doing their thing, and like the Tongans. If there's a family of 10 Tongans, they'll all sleep in one big room Oh wow! with their mattresses because uh-huh. they, they want to be together. Like, yeah. They don't understand people who want to be alone, you know? They're like, yeah. why would you want to live alone? <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty, that's common in a lot of cultures yeah, where like cool. families always stay together. Yeah, they're like, well, this is where together. <laughs> yeah, like you have the grandparents and the, the parents and then the kids and then like the kids take care of the grandparents as yeah. they get older. So whereas here it's like, it's a, you know, a status symbol to live on your own and no, like yeah, it's exactly. shameful to live with your parents. Yeah, true. And then like when your parents get old and can't take take care of themselves, you have to pay for them to go to like an expensive <laughs> nursing home because you don't want to take care of them, right? Because they're going to cramp your lifestyle. And then like, but it's so expensive. It's like you have to get your own place and you have to pay like, lifestyle. it's just like it's inconvenient that you're sick (laughs) it is it's very inconvenient and it's cramping my style so i'm gonna send a nurse to take care of you and i'm gonna visit you once a week for an hour yeah yeah (laughs) yeah do you think that you want to have a family one day um i don't know i always pictured myself having kids i just don't know where it fits in Mm -hmm. but I, I really want. I would be a good mom. So. Yeah, I think I'm not so. sure. I mean, you're still really young, yeah. so it's not something that you really have to think about. How old are you? Like 25? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, look at me. I fucking nailed it. I'm not 25. No, you're not. Oh man, you okay, made me that, feel though. smart. <laughs> no, let's go with that. You're so smart. What are you like? 27? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look up your IDs when I get home. <laughs> I have them from other shoots. <laughs> Whatever. As far as I'm concerned, you're young, okay? <laughs> I just turned 41. You're young. Yeah. You have time. Yeah. Um, so you're going to Australia, and then you're going to South Africa. Have you been to either place before? No. Are you? Which one are you more excited about going to? Um, I guess Australia, but only because Australians are my favorite. Mm. Like, I've found traveling that I have the most in common with Australians, because they mm-hmm. just laugh at everything. Mm-hmm. Like, an Australian person, all the Aussies I know will make a joke of fucking anything, even yeah. the worst shit, which yeah. is, to me, how you should live. Like, you got to make fun of horrible things, or... Yeah, humor's how we deal with stuff. <laughs> yeah, sarcasm yeah. is, like, how I get through shit, so Yeah, I really like the Aussies. So, we'll see how I like Australia. Yeah. 
So there's no like TV or anything where you're at, right? No. Are you reading a lot of books? Yeah, I do read a lot. Yeah. I have a Kindle, which is the best thing I've done for traveling. Yeah. It's so hard to like bring books, you know? Yeah. Cause they're so, heavy. Yeah. They take up a lot of space. Yeah. So I've been reading a lot of like, I, right now I'm on like a spirituality kick on Kindle. Yeah. What do you give us some titles? Like, uh, the power of now is my favorite. That's a great book. I God, it's that. so good. I yeah. just re- recently read it conscious the whole time like i would read a sentence if i was thinking about something else i'd go back and read the sentence again mm-hmm. it took me like two weeks to read yeah. the book but it really worked that time yeah there was a part in it that i think out about a lot and it he says he goes to a meadow and it's like this really beautiful meadow and he goes with a friend of his and she they're looking at the view and his friend says this place is so beautiful like i can't wait to come back to it someday and he was talking about how like she wasn't in the now. She yeah. was already thinking yeah. about not being there anymore, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and like coming back to it at some point. And I fucking 100% do that. Yeah. I will go somewhere and I will be in this moment. That's like really amazing. And instead of being present in the moment, I'll be thinking about how it's going to go, yeah. how I'm going to lose it and how I won't experience that ever again. Um, I'm like, Christmas is a perfect example of that. Like I'm, crazy with Christmas (laughs) it would be yeah of course (laughs) because like I love Christmas right so I you know want to like enjoy it so I get really anxious about (laughs) Christmas and about it coming because I'm afraid that I won't enjoy it as much as I should I won't do all the Christmas things it's crazy so that like I never enjoy it because I'm like oh they're worried about enjoying it (laughs) exactly and then when Christmas comes Christmas day the whole day, the whole fucking season's built up around, I can't enjoy Christmas because all I can think about is how now the season's over. It's so stupid. It's a little insane. It's completely insane. But it's a perfect example yeah. of how I'm really bad at living in the now. Yeah, that's exactly it. Do you feel like traveling has really helped you yeah. do that? Do you feel diving has really helped you do that? Yeah, that, that's why like I have I've yet to take a lot of pictures or I'm like shitty at blogging and I really want to start a YouTube channel, but God, I would never have the time because yeah. like you're just worried about that instead of enjoying it, you know? Right. But I do. I should take more pictures, so it's hard. I wish there was like a medium, you know? Yeah, you need to hire somebody to like that would be great. Follow you around and take pictures. Of that you. would be great. I feel like you could probably do that. Yeah. What I, you feel like, I feel like. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay, she quits. <laughs> I quit, everyone. Twisties, mic. I quit. <laughs> Naughty America, wicked, I quit. I'm gone. I'm just falling, kissing around, taking pictures of her for the rest of my life. Yeah, we have no plans. So no plans. <laughs> you have a heart so much anxiety. Oh my God, so much. Like, oh, God. I just feel like so tied to everything. Like, like even going away, like I told you, I'm, I'm going to Italy next month. Oh, yeah. Even going away for two weeks is so hard for me. I'm trying to cram everything in that I need to get done before I go because I have like a set amount of scenes that I do like for Twisties every month. And so I have to try to get everything done this month and I'm like cramming more in and then trying to get like... And then even trying to cram podcast interviews in so before I go. It's just crazy. Yeah. But you're on a mission right now, you know. I feel right. like I've always like been on a mission now. Like, <laughs> is it ever going to end? I don't know. No. I mean, I look at my mom and like how hard she's worked, you know, to get where she was. And she's now retired. And I mean, I don't think she's all that happy. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. You know, yeah. like I have that type A personality like her where it's just, she's just always worried about whatever the next thing is. Yeah. Like it's so hard to, I don't know. 
And like all you have to do is like travel and actually experience life where I have to like go pay to like go to sound baths and like yoga and like read these, you know what I mean? It's like such an artificial way to try to reach this enlightenment and you're just like traveling and like living life and you're getting, I don't know, whatever. I hate you. (laughs) I'm so jealous of you. I probably, it's probably a horrible idea, but (laughs) you should be doing, working and stuff. Just tell me that this is like a terrible idea and you very much regret everything. I regret everything. I I hate it. It's awful. I appreciate it. I mean, you don't, you're clearly not putting into your 401k. I mean, I'm just saying. (laughs) It's true. I have no 401k. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that if you like you died tomorrow that you would be happy with the choices that you've made? Yeah. No, I mean, no. Should I say yes or no? <laughs> no, you can you can be honest. No, yeah, it would be totally fine. Do you think, um, I don't know, do you feel like you've lived like a full life? I think I feel like I've lived a lot of full lives. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like that? Y- no. I mean, yes, it does. I feel like I've lived does. a lot of different lives. Yeah. You, I mean, you're, there's a lot of duality to you. Is There is, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I had like this weird, I don't know if you saw that Instagram post where I was like losing my mind in the middle of the night because I, I don't know who I, like who I am really. Mm. Like I struggle between I being like this like really like nice, like bubbly, cute, like humanitarian, free diver, traveler, mm-hmm. like spiritual chick. And then also like super hardcore porn star girl that like wants to get fucked up and party and like mm-hmm. just suck dick and like be nuts. Mm-hmm. So like I have both sides and I don't really know where, who I am yet. Like right now, you know, do you feel like you could be somebody who could be both? Yeah, I guess I am both. That's what everyone's saying. Like, like well, you are both like all my friends are like, you're both, but it's just a weird time, I guess. Yeah. But it's fun. Like I'm embracing yeah. it. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're definitely, you, you spent the last year embracing like your porn side, doing all that working. And now you're spending the next year embracing like your travel side. So mm-hmm. I'd be like really interested to see like the point that you're in in another year from now or two years from now. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah. like I couldn't just like um, shoot one or two scenes when I came back, you know, really? that's why I'm not really shooting. Cause if I shoot, uh, that's it. Like I'll fucking shoot every day. Like ah, go crazy. You think like you'll just get like sucked back For into sure. it. Yeah. I was so addicted to porn. Really? Yeah. Especially because I was booking myself. So I would just like book and stack things on top of each other and just be so exhausted. Yeah. And like take, just keep taking bookings. They were just like so addicted to it. Yeah. I don't even know for what. Yeah. For the money or the clout or like, it was just so fun. I just get so wrapped up in projects and someone to come with a new project and be so excited. And I don't know. It was so fun. And orgasms. <laughs> I miss the orgasms. Well, you're gonna have to find yourself like a portable Hitachi one. Clearly, <laughs> I know, I know. But the battery one doesn't work as well. Yeah, Hitachi Alpha. I want to do ASMR on here. Do you ever do it? Uh, no, but uh, you can. <laughs> you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes like you know, girl, like, Romy rained it a little bit. Did she? Yeah, She's so she hot. just like was. Like stroking yeah. the microphone and saying sexy things. <laughs> I don't know how to say sexy things. <laughs> Romy's so glorious. <laughs> she really is. She is. Yeah. I'm like all goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen like any porn people since you've been back? No, but I just got back like less than a week ago. Oh, okay. So are you planning to like go see people? And I hope so. Yeah. Have some fun nights. Yeah. What have you been doing mostly when you've gotten back? Have you just been chilling by yourself? Just chilling. Just my dog and eating food. Eating good food. Yeah. And seen my family now that I'm re-owned. 
your rounds. <laughs> Do you think they'll disown you again if you go back and chew? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> then they'll just reown me again. <laughs> is that is that holding you back at all from going back to shooting or no? Um, kind of a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but it's more like I just know I'm going to get wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So if I do come back, you know, it'll be maybe, maybe AVN time or something, or mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I just really don't know. I'm just yeah. kind of, like I say, I have no plans. I'm just yeah. like going with like how I feel. So. I feel like you'll know when the right moment is. Yeah. You'll, you'll figure it out. It'll come to you. Yeah. The universe will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> the whales will tell you. <laughs> They're like, go be a whore. <laughs> go back. <laughs> you could do it. Wave at me. <laughs> Go be a whore, Kessa. <laughs> You're so good at being a whore. You can do it again. Can you hear their um, their echo, oh like God, their sounds underwater? That's got to be crazy. Yeah, that was my favorite part, like diving to 15 meters and just sitting there. And like you hold your knees and you just float and you're just like. God, that's nuts. Because where we were in Aoa, it was the humpback highway, they call it. Mm-hmm. In between Tonga Tapu and Aoa, these two islands in Tonga, mm-hmm. it's just this one channel and it's just humpback whales swimming the whole time. So you just basically get off the boat. We're we on the boat for like eight hours. And you just get off the boat and just chill in the water and just whales just everywhere. Wow. And you'd be looking at whales over there and you wouldn't notice and a whale would just come like this, like right next to you. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. So you can hear them. You can hear like hundreds of whales at any time. It's wow. such a cool, like such a cool sound. How far is Tonga? Uh, it's not as far as I thought it was going to be. Um, I think it was like a 14-hour total flight flight from where from here from here yeah i came straight from tonga to here okay but where did it go i don't know is bali, it bali is like 14 24 hours 20 20 hours it is i remember when i went to bali it was like yeah, an insanely far. long trip yeah so tonga's tonga's that's not bad at all it's closer but it is south of the equator so it's like it's winter now mm-hmm. there so everything's switched so okay so that means that it's okay because it's summer here yeah. is it does it even get cold in the winter? Like, no. what's cold? I mean, yeah. cold for it, when you're in the water and you get out, it's like 70 degrees or something. Yeah. It's like Hawaii. It's yeah. very similar to Hawaii. Yeah. That sounds fucking sick. Yeah. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. Well, Kissa, thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you for having me. And thank you for making me feel insanely <laughs> jealous of your life decisions and questioning every choice I've ever made in my life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, honestly, it's it's really great to have you on. Like I said, like honestly, um, you know, I really thought a lot about the things that you said, and you're a very inspirational person. And I wish there were more people like you out there. That means a lot to me, Holly. Seriously, it's really nice to hear. You're welcome. Thank you're you. You're welcome. And I wish you the best on your like incredible like life, spiritual traveling journey. And I'd love like following you and looking Thank at you. all your pictures. They're so cool. Thank you. You should do a, you should think about doing a book sometime. I know. See, you look at me trying to take your journey <laughs> and put it and into monetize some, it. Like, <laughs> monetize it. Can't help no, it. You should, you should. Do. I you should be doing it. stuff like that. You're right. Well, I mean, look, you're taking all the pictures, you're saving them, yeah. you have them for whenever you're ready to come back and reflect on everything and, and put it on down on paper. If that ever comes. Yeah. I hope, I hope it does. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media, specifically your new Instagram that's dedicated to your free diving? Sure. My regular Instagram is Coyote Loves You. And then my new free diving Instagram is Yodi Fish, which is Y O T I E F I S H, Yodi Fish. And then I'm on Twitter at Kiss of Sins and. That's it, I think. You have Snapchat too, right? Oh, yeah. My Snapchat is snapkissa.com. And. I think that's it. I'm going to join Cameo soon, but I'll post about it. 
cool. Are you doing cameo? I <laughs> I signed up for it because they wouldn't stop pestering me. Yeah. And I've literally never promoted it. I promoted it once and surprise, surprise, zero people have bought I'll a, cameo a cameo from, from me. You. <laughs> <laughs> I just honestly don't feel like I'm the right per like I don't think that anybody wants to like buy a ten dollar happy birthday for me. Like I just don't think I'm the right figure for that. I'll buy one. I I want one. I'll give it to you for free. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I and I do also I just don't promote it ever. But um I do have one. Okay. Cameo.com slash Holly Randall. Get your cameo today. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you so much for listening and um we'll see you next week bye i love you guys thank you for having me bye bye thank you guys so much for listening to the show if you like my podcast please make sure to give me a five-star rating and review on itunes it helps me a lot if you're not listening to me on the iTunes platform, then you can support me in so many other ways. Um, first of all, obviously, I would love it if you would join my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered, where not only will all of the donations that I get go towards making this podcast better, but also I offer really, really cool perks in exchange for your support. Um, don't forget that I have a new podcast called My LA Porn Job that I am doing with my assistant Eva and it is fucking hilarious and it is available only on my Patreon for only $5 a month. So that's pretty, pretty cheap and I promise we will make you laugh and we'll give you even more insight into this fascinating business that I work in. You can also join my Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash groups slash Holly Randall Unfiltered to get access to other exclusive news about the podcast as well as just join our community. Don't forget too that I videotape all of my podcast interviews and you can access all of those at my YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash C slash Holly Randall Unfiltered. You can also email us hollyrandallunfiltered at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave a voicemail to maybe ask a question for one of my upcoming guests or just leave a comment or tell us a crazy story or anything that you want to say, you can call us at 424-216-6967. So please send us an email, leave us a Facebook message, leave us a Patreon message, um, leave us a voicemail, and we will maybe get back to you on the show, um, especially the new podcast that I'm doing with Eva, My LA Porn Job. We'll definitely be uh, responding to some of your messages. And overall, we just want to hear back from you guys, want to know how we're doing, what you love about the show, what you hate about the show, who you want to listen to, all of that feedback is super valuable to help me make this show the best that it can be. One last piece of news. I plan on going to the 2020 AVN convention in Las Vegas, and I'm going to bring you this podcast live from the show floor. So that's another reason why I need your financial support, because that's going to be a very expensive trip for me. And um, I'm definitely not making the kind of income from the show yet to cover it, which is fine, but I hope to eventually get there one day. And with your help, I 
hopefully will. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you guys for supporting. I appreciate you so much. And um, I'm still like kind of flabbergasted that this show has done as well as it has. And I'm just super grateful for all of you. Next week on Holly Randall Unfiltered is an episode you do not want to miss. I have Xander Corvus, Brazzers contract star on my show. And we had, I don't even know how to describe it. We had the best interview, or I should say conversation, really. I feel like it was more of just two people sitting down and talking about all kinds of crazy shit for like almost two hours. We talked about God. We talked about addiction. We talked about porn, of course. But, you know, Xander is an incredibly interesting, intelligent, complex, and somewhat tortured guy. And it's just the most fascinating episode I think I've done in a while. And I kind of think all my episodes are sort of fascinating. So that's saying a lot. So definitely make sure that you tune in next week for Xander Corvus on Holly Randall Unfiltered.